Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. On this episode of the Act to Live podcast, we explore the ways in which many of us use thoughts to avoid difficult situations in our lives. And these thought mazes, if you will, often lead to even more pain and suffering. Have you ever found yourself trapped in this maze? Come on, and let's take a walk and find out. What's up, Jamie? What is up? Not too much. How are you? I'm good. I have a slight cold here, folks, so if you hear me coughing at all or anything, I will try and edit all those things out um, if I can. Your voice does sound a bit deeper. A little bit deeper, folks. A little bit deeper. It's my radio voice that I am trying to create. Yes. You could have got away with that. I could have. I, I, I could have. It's true, but. Your radio our, persona. Yeah. Well, I mean, in our um, values of the um, show, our honesty, too. So I'm being honest here. Look at cold. you. I know. It's craziness, right? <laughs> it's that time of year. Oh, Definitely. my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is definitely that time of year. It's the the um, um, weather up here is it's it's it it's like it'll be like freezing cold and snowing, and then it'll in like twelve hours it's like um, seventy degrees. So <laughs> I have I don't heard know. you guys you guys have had some crazy weather like that. Funky is what it is. Actually, funky. Oh man. Um. So, when I say the word maze, what do you think about, Jamie? Like a maze? Well, the first image that comes into my mind is like a massive corn maze and this Mm. like fear of getting permanently stuck in a corn maze and never being able to get out of it (laughs) yes right what a nightmare that would be oh my gosh like Mm. yeah friends i'm gonna go to this corn maze and then everyone leaves and you're still in it (laughs) you're still in the maze yeah i mean how many horror movies have like people lost in a cornfield in them like it's kind of a reoccurring theme in some senses Children of the Corn. Yeah, I know. Parts one through what? Seven? I don't know how many they have. I don't know. But yeah, stuck. I guess it doesn't have to be in a corn maze per se, but I, I just feel like the image in my mind is stuck, lost, scared. <laughs> right. And, and, and you also cannot see. Right. Over the like walls of of whatever it is right corn hedges actual walls like you're in it yeah right you're wandering and if you do hopefully make it to the other side you come out and be like wait i'm in a totally part of 
different part of this town. I didn't even know where I was or how far I traveled or anything. No, that would be funny, wouldn't it? And not Maybe. funny at the same time. <laughs> totally unfunny. Like, where the f- did I end up? Right. I'm going to have nightmares about being stuck in a corn maze tonight, I think. Yeah, you are. You're yeah. <laughs> Folks, I'm going to get a call, a text yes. at like 1 a.m. saying, mm-hmm. Scott, you're a <laughs> You're in your mazes. I can't like, sleep. All right. <laughs> Well, what, do you, what do you think about? Do you go the corn maze route? Um, yeah, I mean, I I think of the movie, what was it? The um, um, Labyrinth. Like, you know, yes. you know the, the yes. old, you know, 80s movie or something. Where, again, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's all of these turns and twists in... Um, and you cannot see over it, over mm. like the walls. Um, and you have to try and find a way out. Uh, and that's kind of how I see a maze, you know. Um, now, how does this tie into us? <laughs> is the question right like why are we talking about a maze well because it's how our mind works when we are trying to avoid things isn't it mm-hmm. i mean so like what do we do when we have something that we fear hesitate don't want to do have anxiety about like, what do we do mentally? And, and um, that's what this episode is about. So last week, we kind of um, talked about getting stuck in a rut, you know, and, and kind of um, what that means a little bit. But here, what are we doing mentally? Um, um psychologically if if we are like um trying to avoid our fears and pain and suffering and all that stuff well my first thought is everything else we do everything boy boy, that's true right we do (laughs) right everything everything else else. like i need to wash my shoes (laughs) like i need to everything else and it's so funny because like as you were saying that I'm sitting here thinking okay it would be like a nightmare of mine to be stuck in a corn maze right like physically stuck in a corn maze and lost and I can honestly say that from like a mental perspective I often hang out in a maze (laughs) like a lot (laughs) And tell us about that a little bit, Jamie. If you, oh. if you don't mind, because I, I, I think yeah. this is really good to explore this too. Because I, I, you know, all of us do these things, but to actually kind of say, okay, I am aware, and if, if there's something I really know about you is 
is you are highly aware mm-hmm. of the things that you do and yes. don't do and don't want to do. You're highly <laughs> yes. aware. Yes. It's like, yep, I do that because I don't want to do those things. It's extremely intentional. Yes, for sure. I mean, I think for me, I'm a highly sensitive person, a highly emotional person, someone who thinks a lot and feels a lot. Um, And like you said, kind of has that pretty strong insight into what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, maybe why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. And I feel like I can just say that, like, there's times in my life and I actually kind of feel like I'm in one right now, to be honest, where, you know, I'm dealing with something that's difficult. I would say that I fear or I struggle with it. And what I recognize is that like, I'm just not going there. And I think back to gosh, almost 15 years ago, when my mom passed away, I kind of did the same thing. Like, obviously I knew what was going on and I was feeling in some ways, but there was so much to think about and process and eventually accept in different ways. And what I did was pushed all of that away and did everything else. Like I was in graduate school and I knew how to be a student and all my time and energy was thrown into that and, you know, spending time with friends and like doing everything else. And yes, like, Maybe in quiet moments, those thoughts would come up of like, maybe this is something that you want to sit with or begin to process. And I think what happened was I just got used to pushing it all away, right? Like I was in this maze, I kind of found this corner, this little comfy corner in this maze. And like, I stayed there. And even though I knew that starting to process things would probably help me slowly move forward, whatever that meant or whatever that looked like, right? In that moment, I just didn't. And the more I avoided, I guess the easier it got to avoid until it got to a point where this highly sensitive person was not feeling most things anymore, you know? That's wild. Um, yeah. So I feel like this just avoidance, 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 do everything else, don't go there, is something that I'm a little bit too familiar with. <laughs> well, I, 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 love, I love the term, don't go there. Yeah. Don't, I mean, I mean, it, it is right in the words. Yeah. And language, don't. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's it's right there. No, don't. I'm not literally going there mentally. Right. And you know me, like I'm such a rule follower. Like if people are like, do this, like I'll, I'll do it, you know? And I wouldn't. I mean, I even think I was working with a therapist at that point and his idea was to put this like empty chair there. And he's like, let's talk to this chair. And I was like thinking in my head, no way. And as soon as like, he put this chair and like asked me to talk about it. I just like lost it, like full blown, probably as closest to a panic attack as I'd ever seen. I think I probably scared myself and him. And I was like, nope. And he was like, okay, maybe we're not going to do that yet either. Like, no, no. And that for me was just, it was quite eye opening of, wow, this is how much 
I'm avoiding. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which, which is, I mean, I mean, um, as a, a therapy exercise, that's pretty hard anyway. I mean, that's hard. Yeah. Hard to do is to actually have a person talk to another person that, that they are like, um, struggling with in in any way you know it's mm-hmm. it, it's just hard to do but to kind of kind of like throw that at you and then having you have this like visceral visceral reaction reaction right? didn't really expect that right um well you know something i keep thinking about is like kind of being in a I guess kind of a similar place in some ways now. Like, I feel like this idea of avoiding, like, I think initially part of me was like, this avoidance is not what you want. And it's like, not going to help you move forward. And it was like me kind of trying not to avoid. And then for whatever reason, right, whether I was busy or whatever, right? Like I started to avoid. And then like the next time I kind of wanted to talk about things or go there, it was like I thought about it and I was like, eh, I, I, I know it would be helpful. And I kind of like struggled with bottling it up and not going there, right? But then like as I kept doing that, it just got easier and easier and easier to not go there. To now, it's just like, well, I'm not going there, you know? So it's, like, interesting to stop and kind of think about how it's, like, maybe I was trying to work myself through the maze, and I would find, like, another path and be like, all right, I'm working there. And then I just got to a corner that seemed comfortable, and I decided to just, like, set up camp. <laughs> like, I'm still in that corner. And set up camp and... It's a comfy camp right now. It is. And you're actually using excuses too i mean uh, that's what it actually comes I mean, right down yeah, to right These, i'll admit like, that yeah i mean it's it's <clears throat> something else that we do right is to actually we think of mm-hmm. excuses that that makes sense right that yeah. that totally are, are, are like well I can't, I, I, again, in the words that we say, I yeah. can't do that because blah, blah, I blah. even have a reason. Is it yeah, actually an excuse reasons. if you have a reason? Oh, totally. Are you kidding me? I know it is. I know. I mean, see? We're, we're right I thought there. I would. I, I Ask me questions. I in there for a minute, right? But justifying. <laughs> justifying no, really. is what we do. I own it. I feel like, though, right, we make excuses and then. I feel like the excuses just, it starts growing. Like you start creating this story because then it's like, well, you know, I'm in a better place than most people or like other people have it way worse off than me. And like, you know, I'm fine. I should handle this. Like maybe I feel fine about it. Like it's like these excuses just get bigger and bigger and bigger and then all these shoulds come into play like I should have it together or I should have figured this out already or I should be fine because that person you know like all of that kind of comes in there and like 
you don't even expect it, but with time, right? The story gets bigger and bigger. The avoidance gets stronger and stronger and you get more and more stuck. Like it just gets, I guess, more muddy. Muddy, muddy. And we don't, we don't like that. Uh, We actually find comfort in it too. Because Isn't it, that weird to think about though? Like talk me through your thoughts on that. Like we're more comfortable so, with the avoidance. I mean, I oh yeah, I, I am. I hands down am. And why is that? <laughs> well, because well, we know those things. So uh, you know that. If you don't do certain things, and you know, like let's just say, you know, like back in the day, I'm talking about the loss of your mom. Um, you know, you know that if you don't talk about those things, that you're not talking about those things. So, so, True. so, and that's like comfort you're like well i know that when i don't talk i'm not talking about it mm-hmm. so it's a like um a comfort zone then you know as much as it's um avoiding mm-hmm. and it, it, it completely it's like i know these things if i start talking about painful things i don't know what's going to happen and that's not Mm, comfortable yeah that ambiguity piece huh it's a big piece of it you just have no idea and and i think you're right i think it does in so many ways come down to that like the unknown and it makes sense that like so many of us are driven to avoid things that don't feel good. <laughs> right? I right. mean, no one wants to sit in pain and sit in suffering and sit in fear. Even though we might know cognitively that sitting with it allows us to start processing and start moving forward. And I also think that what I've kind of experienced, and obviously everyone's journey is different, but the more I avoid, like, yeah, that might like instantly feel okay but with time it starts to have negative impacts right like being really tired being stressed out being distracted not feeling like yourself like you know there's lots of things where you're like well I'm not functioning (laughs) like I want to be and yet you still hang out in the maze still holding out there yeah still hanging out you're like it's pouring rain I'm in the mud in this maze I'm starting to feel sick and I'm still in the maze Right. It's like, no, I'm good. And you have a cold or, you know, yeah. And I, 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 it's such an interesting thing about us as like human beings is we would rather avoid pain and suffering, which makes complete sense, right? I mean, it makes complete sense, right? I mean, who, wants to feel pain i mean look at kids getting a shot almost all kids do not 
the like shots. Why? Because they know pain is coming. <laughs> right. So they're actually right, aren't they? I mean, like, yeah, like, like kids get really upset and go crazy because they know pain is coming. I mean, who's going to say, oh, yeah, shot? Love it. Love it. <laughs> Silly. I mean, that's just, that isn't how we work. So we will do all kinds of things to avoid pain. And that includes being in a, a comfort zone maze of avoidance, thoughts, excuses as well. Well, and coming back to that, shot analogy like it makes me kind of think right like for kids right like and maybe some adults too right it's like a lot of the tears and the fear come before they even get the shot and then it's like they get it and there might be like a minute or two of tears and then it's like done and they're fine isn't that an interesting kind of representation if we think about this not that if we allow ourselves to sit with whatever we fear or we're struggling with that, it's like instantly going to be better, whatever better means. Right. But like, is it possible that sometimes we make it bigger? Like we're so afraid to sit with something and we avoid it and we avoid it and we avoid it and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And if we slowly allowed ourselves to sit with it even if it was you know 20 seconds a minute something right that we'd actually find that we're stronger than we think we are yeah i mean so excellent point where our thoughts our like maze building thoughts i mean because we are literally building a maze in our brain so that and we don't get out, right? Mm-hmm. And these thoughts are actually building upon our first thoughts. Um, mm. So, like, for example, I was in a, like, accident in, in the fall of, um, of 22. You know, and and my initial accident thoughts and fears, anxieties were of what happened in the accident at that road inter, you know, at that inter, um, inter, inter section there only. Mm-hmm. Well, then as as I kind of started to like drive again, those fears, ideas, ideas, thoughts of cars running, like stop signs running, red lights would pop up at any mm-hmm. intersection. So, yeah. so now I'm adding thoughts that really do not have anything in reality to do to the actual events that happen. And they don't. 
I, I'm, but, but I'm doing that. It I'm makes the one. sense though. Oh, it makes total sense. I'm not saying it does not make sense, but it's not reality either. I can that's, that. that's, that's the important part is, is I can sit here and say, oh, it makes sense, but I'm actually now having my own self who is like bias, right? Mm-hmm. Confirmation, like, you know, confirmation, like bias, saying, oh, well, that makes sense. So I can keep having those thoughts that are not helping me. Confirmation. True. But it's I mean, not when we're talking to ourselves. But that's what we do. That we allow ourselves to be right all the time. <laughs> right. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. Right. It's it me. Makes sense. But it's actually building more walls. Uh, I can more definitely thoughts. see that. Yeah. For sure. For mm. sure. Right. And then essentially getting you more stuck. Right. Exactly. And I would imagine building your fear. More fear. Now is that fear not just connected to that specific site of the accident, but now anytime there's a stop sign or right. So the fear is growing. Right. Which then I would think you'd want to avoid potentially more because there's more fear and there's more pain. Exactly. And now it becomes over overwhelming to to get out of it and it's all Mm -hmm. caused by me at the end of the day i can't i i I cannot say oh it's someone else it's not no i could i i I mean you could you could blame whoever the heck you want to blame i could well it won't be helpful Probably isn't reality, however. Right. And that's in that the quick hard part. moment, it might feel better for about two seconds. <laughs> right. Well, right. And it and I could say, well, it's the guy who ran the like stop signs fault for all this stuff. I could say that makes sense. But I'm the one keeping it alive. Hmm. That's and that's reality. That I'm the one keeping it alive. So we all are in that case, right? Yes, we are. But this is we're keeping easy stuff. No, 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 no. I, and again, hey, we're think... talking about this and we're telling you we're stuck too. So, <laughs> right, yeah, we, we I, hosts of this podcast <laughs> are stuck. <laughs> we are stuck in our own things. I mean, that and and and. and and it's really, really, really challenging stuff, right? Is getting stuck in these thoughts that come in like fears and all this. It, it's this is this is human stuff that is that is the hardest part about being a person. Right. And I'm telling you, I was stuck before and knew it wasn't helpful and worked myself out of it. And I'm stuck again. <laughs> so it happens, right? It does. It absolutely does. So um I think what like we can do though is to try and 
choose something that we, that we feel like stuck in like or like a fear that we are avoiding or pain we are avoiding it could be anything the loss of a person who was um close to us uh a fear of kind of applying for a new job like fear of like dating or a like um fear of having to have a important um conversation you know mm. of some sort so something that we are avoiding and talking ourselves out of excuses all the stuff that that are having us caught in a maze about um and see if we can just sit with all of the thoughts that are involved in that fear whatever it is see if we can we can just sit with those thoughts as an observer of the thoughts sounds kind of big scott <laughs> well i well i mean you know we have and to go big. it is and and yeah. it's and us here acknowledging that yeah this action is not the easiest thing in the world in fact right. it's probably one of the hardest things is to sit with our own fears and just sit mm -hmm. and and not try and you know like label justify anything just sit with that thing that we are trying to avoid in in all kinds of ways if you can if you well and that's the thing that. that's what i was gonna say i think you know maybe this is something that you try i don't want to say every day because that might just be a little bit overwhelming initially but maybe you give it a try like a couple of days per week at first and maybe you sit for 30 seconds and you find yourself just avoiding or trying to do something else and trying to give yourself you know grace and kindness in those moments right it's not an easy thing to do and maybe then you try it again a day or two later and you're able to kind of sit with it for a minute or two minutes I mean depending on how automatically and how long you've been avoiding sitting with something that's hard and you're struggling with could be a really really big deal yeah. Um, and I think that's part of the process, right? Is just seeing how you're going to respond to actually sitting with it. Because perhaps some of us haven't even really tried to sit with it yet, right? And so we have no idea how we're going to respond. And like you said, Scott, that's part of the process. We've got to start somewhere. And to work through something, we're going to eventually have to sit with it and go there. Yeah. And so, so we've got to build up our uh, tolerance of how long we can hang out right. outside of that maze. Outside of it. Yeah. Gotta. Excuse me. So that's our, our first step for you, for us. This is our action event of the week. 
um, choose something that you are afraid of right now, avoiding, consciously avoiding, and see if you can just sit with the thoughts that come up about those. Just sit with it, if you can. Um, and don't do anything else yet. Don't do anything else mm -hmm. except sit, even if it's for a minute. Take take a timer on your phone, on your watch, and set it for a minute. And say, I'm going to sit here for a minute. And think about this thing I fear. And when that alarm goes off, you're going to let it go. If you can do more, fantastic. Oh my God, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> but start with a minute and see what happens. See what happens. And we will talk more next time about some uh, other act activities, words, language, affirmations, and all that stuff. How to move next time. Once you... I started to sit with it and to stay there. Then the next step becomes putting one foot in front of the other and starting right. to move. Very good. Very, well, I'm excited good. to continue the conversation. I think this is important. And I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with in their I agree. own ways. I agree. All right, everyone. Well, have a good week. Um, and sit in your like maze thoughts. Uh, I know you, it, it, it's like, they're like, What are you guys doing to us? Nothing, we're just helping you a little bit at a time, step by step, step by step. Helping us too, by the way. Yeah, seriously, we got to do it too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, but we're doing it too. Like, well, both of us are in like um, counseling, so we are <laughs> doing this our, our, ourselves. If we have to be completely honest, it's our, our own like um, counseling is inspiring us to say, what? "Oh my God, this is hard work." Everyone else has to do this too. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Have a good night, afternoon, and morning. See you next time. Bye. If you would like to donate to the Act to Live podcast, you can find us on 3C Digital Media Network.com. Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3cdigitalmedianetwork.com. Thank you for walking with us on this journey of life. Act to Live is a place where we can observe everyday life, pose questions, and facilitate conversations together. Our hope is that by participating in this podcast and connecting with each other, we can all become the best versions of ourselves and learn from each other's stories and experiences. You can find us on acttolive.com, Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, the Android Podcast app, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you stream your podcasts. We've also just joined Patreon and YouTube, so be sure to check those out 
when you have some time. Thank you for listening and sharing time with us. And as always, come on, let's take a walk together. My dear will grow.